Previously on Planet Arcana. When last we saw our crafty crew, they were apprehended for interrogation related to the theft of digital property. Our heroes are held in separate cells overnight, but before they are taken for individual questioning, Riot sends out a magical message to align on their fake identities, while Celestine seeks the Star Arcana's guidance, receiving a response that suggests they divert suspicion onto beefs. One by one, the Diplo interrogators are quickly confounded by our crew of accomplished criminals. Celestine evades answers by leaning into his naivete. Riot, ever the actress, plays the part of the oblivious Brando lethargy to a T, and seasoned criminal Crater Wayne, derisive of their authority, effortlessly stonewalls the doddering Diplos. Riot buys the crew a reprieve from their interrogation by causing a mild earthquake, forcing their evacuation from the jail. But not before Celestine spies a note that indicates there is no record of his prince in the Diplo registry. Together again and with a moment to confer, the crew commit to continuing their interrogations, reasoning that escape would only worsen their situation. Once cleared to continue, the crew are required to participate in a suspect lineup where the impartial's nosy neighbor IDs each of our party members from among other lookalikes. Though Cake Impartial only recognizes the young cowboy known to her as Steve. Just then, over the deep blow's broken intercom, our heroes hear the very square voice of a very square man, and are ushered into another room to be questioned once again, this time by Beef's Impartial himself. I can hear you. I can hear the cacophony coming from all across the fifth collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork, the neon, the networks. Oh, these metropolises, these, these verdant, desolate biomes. Oh. The fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. You will be compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. But do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find all it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. In the interrogation room, the three of you now sit with Beefs, who paces back and forth. After his greeting and his demand that you all halt, he has been poring over some notes given to him by his deep low investigators, his veins still throbbing, sweat starting to pool at his temples. What's going to happen now is... I'm going to have the three of you roll a deception check one at a time. This deception check will determine whether or not the interrogations that you underwent individually produced reasonable 
evidence. So if there were reasonable evidence, that's worse than if there was no reasonable evidence. And we need two to three of you to beat a specific threshold to not have more heat put on you here. Okay. Deal. Okay. And you have advantage, Celestine, from your enhanced abilities. Yes, I do. Ooh, baby. Okay. Oh. Uh, I, I rolled in that one. So. Oh, oh my fuck. Oh, why do you always roll those oh at the critical God. moments? I two out of three though. I trust I trust my <laughs> I did good in my interrogation. This is bullshit. <laughs> I got a twenty two. Oh shit. Good, 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 good. No. Yeah. Mine was not as good. Even with the advantage, uh, I'm a fourteen. I'm looking at these notes here, and I'm very confused, I must say. Although it does appear that my deep lows have found sufficient evidence to justify the seizure of your property, which I will be doing. At this point, you are all essentially obligated to turn over your items. If you do not do so, there will be some conflict, possibly. Is he is he grabbing us up immediately? Like, is he expecting us to, like, dump our shit out immediately on the table? Yeah. Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to do a thing immediately here then. Ooh. I'm going to <laughs> cast Unseen Servant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, a barbarian casting a spell? What? <laughs> say, is this? Right say, say what? <laughs> what? Something's, something's funny. <laughs> uh, your boy's a bard now, too. Hello. Oh, okay. Barbarian. <laughs> I'm going to cast uh, Unseen Servant, and I am going to ask this invisible fella to grab the box and <gasps> all of the rat that I have on me. Um, oh, my God. And hide it. <laughs> And just keep an eye on it while we dispose of our other items. Okay. We might make you roll a stealth roll to cast it. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Which should be no problem, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Am I getting any help from any of the other two people here? <laughs> I mean, do we have any idea that you're doing this so that we can create some sort of distraction no. to cover mm-hmm. for you? No, no, you're right. Yeah, I'm just going to roll it. Um, uh, that was a 12. Okay. I mean... Beefs is flustered, like, and you're creating literally an invisible thing. Yeah. So, like, it's not like you create a servant who, like, suddenly is behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Beefs is, like, distracted taking the hat from from Bark Bark Ruffton. (laughs) 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 They're, like, playing tug of war. So let me just confirm that what you want your invisible servant to do is to get the rat and the box. Correct. Yes. Okay. All right, is that everything? Looks like everything. What do we have here? We got a an axe. Looks like an antique. Gonna like take some pictures of that. We can run some stuff. I'm gonna say uh, that I don't remove the belt buckle because it's just clothes. It's just part of my. It's just part of my clothes. I think yeah. that's fair. And in fact, Beef seems very invested in finding something in particular, and he's sort of like tearing through all this stuff in like a a bigger and bigger and bigger panic and finally he looks up at you and he goes where is it whatever do you mean oh now you four are gonna have to halt this nonsense i know you know and i know you have it and i need it back now (laughs) listen this it happens to everyone like i don't think it's like a thing that you can find again it's just like a confidence thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you're not going to find it here unless that's up to you. But halt! I, I, I demand to know where the... <laughs> and he looks around, looks behind him. Where the documents are and where my ring is. I don't know what you're talking 
talking about. Haven't the faintest idea. I know that you know what I'm talking about. Because it just so happens that my private office has a fingerprint doorknob. And I just so happen to know that the name that you gave and uh, looks over at uh, Brando Lethargy is false. And so if you don't cooperate, things could get really bad, really, like, spoiled meat for all of us if you don't halt this nonsense right now. It doesn't have to be a conflict between us. I just, I need the documents, and I need my decoder ring, and I could make this all go away. Oh, I bet you'd like it to all go away, wouldn't you, there, Mr. Chief Inspector Deeplo impartial. I imagine it is rather embarrassing to have to admit that you lost. What was it? A a decoder ring? You know very well what it is that I lost. And in fact, you should all be aware that because sufficient evidence was achieved, I am authorized to use zone of truth if I should so choose to authorize it. Would you like me to authorize it or would you like me to put a halt? on that authorization. We're gonna play nice or we're gonna play nasty. Can I sheepishly raise my hand like I have a question? Yes, (laughs) you with the amazing jean outfit. Oh, (laughs) thank you. Um, Question for you. Why exactly am I here? I haven't really been mentioned at all. I feel like I'm kind of lumped in with these two. We have an incredible witness of Snoop Meddlesome that she saw you outside our house on the day in question. You saw me? Where's where's your house? You know exactly where my house is. Like I was telling your investigators, I've been fucked up for days. I don't know where I've been. I don't know who I've seen. If, if 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 a Snoop saw me, maybe. I don't know. Do you do you do you have drugs at your house? Because like I've been buying a lot of drugs. Oh my god! Sure, you've been fucked up for days. If that's the story that you want me to give, that's the story I can give. What I'm trying to tell you is that we can work together on this. You don't need to tell anybody about the ring. I won't tell anybody about the ring. Won't tell anybody about the documents. I just need them back. I'm gonna turn the other two. Do you know what the fuck this dude's on about? I have <laughs> documents. Like, how important do you think you are, honestly? More important than anybody knows. At this point, the intercom buzzes, and you hear a voice come over again. Uh, It's probably a deep low. You don't recognize the voice, and you just hear them say, Yeah, Cake offered me a a lemon again. She's so nasty. Boss will never find out. (laughs) (laughs) Beefs is just, like, still with his hands on the table in his, like, intimidating pose and just freezes for a second. And then he's like, Oh, she's so friendly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, she certainly is Life of the I, party. I certainly enjoyed meeting her and chatting with her. Say what? Oh, well, as I told your uh, your fellow Diplos, I, of course, did have a chat with uh, with your wife, Cake. And, uh, and it was very pleasant, and she offered me a lemon as well. Several, if I remember correctly. And, uh... Several? Several lemons. How many, how many is several? Oh, I mean, she just couldn't <laughs> stop offering me lemons. What can I say? <laughs> I guess I just have that kind of face. <laughs> I've heard enough. You take advantage of my wife's generosity with her lemons and you rob my Ocelovox blind of sensitive information. I need to impress upon you how serious the situation could be. Not just for not just for me, but for you. Right now, we have credible evidence. We have credible witnesses. We have authority to use zone of truth on you. And I'm afraid that there has been a massive bail set pending a trial at this stage but i could make this all go away i can make this all go away 
Why do you sound like a walrus in a dryer? Is that a bug or a feature? I can't tell. <laughs> it's beef phlegm from all my beef meals. I like to keep a static beef phlegm going. I feel it lends me an air of gravitas. It sure does. Okay, I don't. I don't want to speak for my two acquaintances in here. Uh, like honestly, dude, get fucked. Like I'm not. I'm not working with you. <laughs> Maybe you can answer us this. Uh, so is beef just a name or? Halt! What are you getting at? <laughs> I just want to know. Like, you know, halt! You're in there. Whatever is it is you're picturing, yes. <laughs> yes, it's all square. Okay, it's a beef thing. Excellent. Oh my stars! Well, I mean, if we did what you are accusing us of, and. uh and you do use the, what is it, zone, zone of truth? Zone of truth, that's what I'll use, Zone yes. of truth. And it's all on the record. Well, I mean, are you not a little concerned that some things might be said on the record that you may wish were not said on the record again? This must be terribly embarrassing for you. Such a senior Diplo to lose track of uh, important documents and important Diplo property. I can I just, oh, my goodness, I, I am so glad I'm not in your shoes. But if Zone of Truth you feel will benefit you, then I suppose I welcome it. That's a very good point, actually. Like, are you supposed to have documents at your house? True. Doesn't seem secure. Roll me an insight, all y'all. Oh, yes, please. I just rolled a nat 20. Oh, oh my God. God. Nice. Dirty 20 over here, but oh. yes, yeah, so nat 20. I got a 14, but still pretty I, good. Yeah, still pretty good. I think all of you sort of get this sense, but Crater, you sort of have this like, this wizened realization from years of dealing with criminals who are always on the verge of being caught or getting in trouble. He has that exact countenance of a criminal who is afraid to be got or get in trouble. He's desperate. He's desperate to prevent this from escalating further, and he wants to work with you to minimize the damage that has already been done. That damage being that you now have a bail posted, and that zone of truth may or may not be used to you. That is something he wants to avoid at all costs, is zone of truth. Look, halt, 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 halt. Let's all just halt here. <laughs> I love halt. I love halt. Oh, God, I love this so much. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to square with you. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. This week has not been my week. My wife's acting funny. You broke into my office and took sensitive documents of my oscilloscope, but I have no idea. Allegedly. <laughs> right, we're going to play yeah. those games. All right. Allegedly took some alleged documents that I might have allegedly had. And allegedly, I might also know that you went into my beefy babes folder. <laughs> There's somebody coming. All right, they've been informed. If I don't know where the ring and the documents are by the time this person gets here, things might get a little more nasty for everybody. I want to make a deal. Including you. Including me. And may I remind you, I am the, hold on, Chief Constable, Captain Commissioner Sheriff, and I could make life (laughs) extremely difficult for you going forward. Or you give me the ring. You give me the documents. I make this all go away. Well, as you can see... We have neither the ring nor the documents, so as much as I'm sure we would all like to cooperate with your fine self, 
we simply cannot do this thing. Is the reason why your wife loves lemons is because she has no taste? What did you just say? Hunt! Oh my! Hunt what you just said about my beautiful wife cakes! That's it! Fine! You don't want to work together? You're gonna deal with what's coming next! Yo! Excellent tasting beef! Look, I just. I want to put a halt on this. I'm going to level with you. Things are going to be real bad for me if you leave this room, and I don't know where the where the documents in the ring are. Like, like legally, like or... all kinds of bad, and every every interpretation of bad. Everything's fucked, and it's worse for you if I'm fucked. Oh no! What <laughs> happens to the bad cop? Oh! He turns red from fucking neck to the top of his fucking head, and he looks like a million halts are trying to come out of his mouth at once. <laughs> Listen, who's coming for you, man? Well, they may be coming for me, but you have absolutely no idea what's coming for you, my friends. Well, you could, like, let us know, and maybe, like, we could make, like, a... You want me to let you know? Educated decision. You want me to let you know? Yeah. You want me to just halt and let you know what's coming? Yeah, man. Well, I mean, it couldn't make us any less cooperative than we are right now, I suppose. <laughs> False in your court. And he looks so entreatingly one final time at Bark Refton, and he's just like, we're just going to sit there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the dog. The dog did it. <laughs> we're just going to sit there and let this go down. Fine, Bark. I thought we were closer than this. <laughs> and he leaves the room briefly and, and, and like comes back in with some documents and he's sort of like scribbling his name on a bunch of them and he's like luckily for luckily and unluckily for you, your bail has been posted. And I've kindly arranged for that person to have you remanded to their custody. And let me just say it's not going to be pretty. You're going to wish you halted. All right. See ya. <laughs> and may I ask, who was generous enough to post our bail? I'm waiting for you outside. Go see for yourself. Okay. And one more thing, Steve. Why, yes? You'll never see my wife's best lemons. <laughs> <laughs> she saves those what? for me. Celestine winks. <laughs> I'm sure she does. I'm sure she does. Get them out of here. Bark, get out of my sight. Oh, and we will be... Uh, uh, taking our property with us, of course. Seeing as you found nothing within. I'm keeping the axe. No, you're not keeping the fucking axe. <laughs> Fine, take the fucking axe. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But I will be looking into this. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> God, what a what a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that halt. halt. Good. <laughs> Said a lot enough for you to hear. Glad your ears still work. You hear him hubbling down the hall. (laughs) The door is open and the hallway uh, is open to you that stretches down to the front door where apparently there's someone waiting for you. Beefs is sort of escorting you, but he's sort of stomping a couple feet ahead of you. Time sort of slows for a moment as you see cake and wellington sort of like approaching this runway that you're walking down it looks like they're going to talk to beefs just to say hi but knowing what you do knowing what you've asked of each of them 
you have but a moment here to make a move if you would like to. Uh, what about like a little side undercover high five that can be taken as a high five or a gimme that to little uh, Wellington there? To Wellington? Yeah. Sure. And I will, I'll, uh, I'll create a little distraction by, uh, by, by saying hello to Cake, who I, who I so fondly mm. uh, remember. Okay. Oh. Steve. Oh, Cake. Oh, my. It is so nice to see you again. I hope you are well. I and uh, beefs. Hi, how are you? Nice to see you. It's been a while. I've made a lot of lemon steak, and no one's been around to eat it. I've been hearing about your lemons. <laughs> yes, I understand. You know this, Steve. I would love to partake of your lemon steak at some point, and I just grin right at beefs. <laughs> that's, a, that's a halt for me. That's a big old halt. How did you two meet? She looks at Beefs and Steve. Oh, it's just a little misunderstanding. Uh, it seems that when I came by the other day and, and we had our nice chat about the star, that somebody thought that I was up to no good. But you can you can see that I'm just I'm just Steve, just Steve of the star. That's that's me. And uh, and uh, but I, I suppose I must be be going there, ushering me out of here right quick. So and he holds his hand out. Uh, for cake to shake it in case there's anything she wants to pass him. Okay, and as this distraction is happening, Riot, you're making a like a, a high five, so you're not trying like, to be stealthy like, necessarily. Oh, uh, uh, like kind of stealthy, just be like like a putter there kind of thing. Cool. So why don't you roll me a stealth at advantage? Okay. And Celestine, roll me a um, I guess like a deception. Yeah, I'll take that. And Crater, you're also there, <laughs> and Bark is trotting happily along beside you. Yeah. I, I think at, at this at this moment, I'm going to take the opportunity to command my unseen servant to return the box and the rat to my boiler to mm. that sneakily. Okay. Well, and Wellington's just like, well, check out these two. Now, I've never even seen anything like you. Whoa, look at this kid <laughs> I've never seen before. Wow, sure I haven't seen each other. <laughs> I rolled a 17. Oh, okay. Uh, and for deception, it was 18. Beefs, I'd like you to make a perception check. And as he does, I'm going to use, because uh, it's a woe day for me, I'm going to minus whatever he gets by two. Fabulous. Twenty fucking one. Oh. Uh, right. What did you roll? Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, can I use a bardic inspiration since you failed yes. that roll oh to add a d six? I'm gonna. Can I do two? Can I do one for each Celestine and Riot? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you can both add a d six and add it to that roll. See if you can beat that twenty one. Okay. And Beefs did take two off of his roll, right? Oh my god, no I didn't. So 19. So it's a 19. Okay. Okay. Okay, I got an extra five for a total of 23. (laughs) I got an extra six. Oh, for a total my of 23. God. These new bardic inspiration rules are fucking oh, dope. Oh, <laughs> holy my God. shit. That yeah. oh, crater, you just changed the course of this whole <laughs> yep. day with those bardic inspirations. Yep. Fuck yes. Yeah, there was like a second where like Beef seemed to think that he saw there was some sort of weird exchange going on. And then like with all of the all of the different people shaking hands and saying hi to each other. And he's trying to watch Steve and his wife. Just nothing is uh, nothing's noticed. <laughs> Nothing's noticed, but Riot, a little something (gasps) falls into your hand from the handshake. Oh my god. Wellington successfully got the ring. Little fucker. And Celestine, at the same time, you shake Cake's hand and maybe disappointedly find that there's nothing in it. But 
You're all escorted outside anyway. All right. See you guys never again. Just like I never saw you before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm to give Wellington a fist bump as I walk by and leave. All right. Celestine tips his hat to beefs. <laughs> Pleasure to make your acquaintance. <laughs> Waiting outside for you is the ride you were promised. A limousine of sorts, though it has several points of articulation that allows the vehicle to bend flexibly presumably to navigate Paragarden's tight corners and narrow streets. As you pile into the back of the limo, there's someone sitting inside waiting, but you're hit in the face with a thick white vapor, a combination of cigar smoke and steam, that obscures your fellow passenger as the door closes behind you and the limo begins to drive. Then, the left side window is cracked, and the smoke steam clears. A steam android on the smaller side, pillar-like rectangular body, popped collar, bright white LED smile, and a well-manicured salesman hairdo consisting of thin exhaust pipes. His blocky eyebrows and warm, expressive eyes contrast darkly with his lopsided smirk. Lux Booker, the curationist. Fucking do it. Well, well, well. (laughs) Hello, Riot. Getting involved with the D-Flows, huh? I didn't expect you to drum up excitement quite like this, but, uh... I suppose whatever works. Yeah, I was looking for new things, right? (laughs) I can always trust you to try something new. Are you doing okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Just, you know, it's a lot, but I'll recover. Thank you for posting bail. God, you are just, you're always there, you know? (laughs) Anything for my favorite client. And, And I'm so glad that your friends are here Two? I'm sorry, Lux Booker, the curationist, and he holds out a hand to Crater and Celestine. And uh, Bark? Did you guys bring Bark? Let's establish <laughs> yeah. this. We, Absolutely. We, we, we no, we can't, we can't bring Bark with us. It's not our dog. Bark's his own dog. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a criminal? We can't keep him, Crater. I... All right, you gotta fucking walk him, though. <laughs> All right, Bark holds out his paw okay. for a shake. Yeah. Well, Bark, I mean, it's been a while since we've seen each other, but so nice to meet you. Right, I can't believe you hooked up with the f- most famous dog in Paragarden. <laughs> oh, but you expect nothing less. No, no, of course. And uh, you are? I'll reach out a hand, shake his hand, I'll look him down in the eyes. And Bentley Davis, heard a lot about you. Mm. And like, But my hand gets a little bit warm. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm testing him a little bit. Like, give him a firm handshake, look him dead in the eyes and see how he reacts. He holds strong and holds the eye contact as well. Bentley Davis, yeah, yeah. So nice to meet you. Gotta say the name to remember it, you know what I mean? And uh, any friend of Riot's, obviously, is a friend of mine. And uh, turns to Celestine. You are? Steve. <laughs> Good. Good. Thank you. Well... I can't have my favorite client all wrapped up with the deep lows. It's uh, not a good look for this year's potential CGA finalist. Riot, I'm so <laughs> glad you finally decided to do this. It's going to be our year. I think so. It's just, it's been so long in the making, you know? I think, like, it's just, I didn't have the uh, the space to do it previously, and I just, like, if not now, then when, you know? <laughs> if not now, then when. Oh, absolutely. I think you taught me that. I hope to teach you many things. Mm. I hope to be uh, 
you know, involved together for a very long time. <laughs> Should we give y'all some privacy? This is, this feels like it's getting personal. I'm so sorry. Why don't I, um, and he like kind of reaches a hand back and the, the compartment next to him in the little limo pops down and there's just like a, bo- a bottle of champagne and a bunch of glasses. Where's my hospitality? Please, please, please make yourself at home. Everybody is welcome here. Love and he starts pouring out the champagne and passing it around to everybody, including uh, Bark. <laughs> is it like a little bowl? He's lapping it up. Celestine is eyeing Bark to see how he reacts to the champagne to make sure it's not not poison. I was going to say, I'm, I'm not taking a sip until I see Lux take a sip. Lux pours himself a glass and takes a sip too. Perfect. From the same bottle? Yes, from the same bottle. All right, chug a lug. Bottoms up. <laughs> a moderate sip for me. Fair enough. Now, um, I hate to ask because I know that you just like like to get involved in things, and I understand. I asked you to drum up excitement, but um, anything to talk about with the deep lows? Like, what's what's going on, Riot? Well, you know me. I uh, I don't talk when they ask me to. So. Uh, I'd say there was uh, proudly little to no information given or received. I trust that that is the case always. But I have to ask, what, pray tell, did they try to bring you in for? There was some sort of neighbor who said that they saw us skulking around their house. Beef seemed pretty out of sorts. I feel like maybe he's going through a lot or something. I don't know the guy, but... I don't think his marriage is in a good spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've not met somebody that tense in a long time. Maybe that's just his character. Maybe it is. And um, some neighbor spotting you, right? It's not like you would... I don't know, go to the chief commissioner sheriff's house and snoop around in it in the broad daylight and be seen by a neighbor. That's not something you would do, right? It's not my brand. <laughs> no, of course not. Get accidentally involved in something? That doesn't sound like the riot I know at all. It's all very intentional. Of course. You're always perfectly in control. It's always intentional with you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well... Boy, I do hope that uh, someone ends up finding this ring, because if it isn't found, who knows how things might escalate, you know? Yeah, what is the ring? We, like, they mentioned that briefly, but we didn't get any answers whatsoever. We were just like, oh, and then they were like, we're not telling you. <laughs> yeah, and they were going on and on about some, like, emails or some something. I'd... Like, docs? Yeah. I don't know. Emails yeah. and docs. Oh, and a ring. Well, you see, the ring, every Diplo has one. They use it to uh, decode any Diplo, you know, confidential things. And I'm sure you wouldn't know anything about this, right? They didn't tell you. No, we tried. And documents. I mean, that's probably what the Diplo ring is for, to, uh, you know, uncover documents. But again, you wouldn't know anything about that. I hope that it does turn up soon. You know... If someone brought it to me, I could just help them fix almost any problem that they had, and certainly the problem of the Diplos being on their back, and I think I could just save everyone just a world of trouble if someone just brought me the ring. All I'm saying is that if you manage to hear about it, or uh, even if you happen upon its whereabouts, I don't know how that would happen, but (laughs) you know, Riot, I'm always here to help, and you can come to me with anything. I know that. Why don't we 
keep our ears to the ground and bring anything we find your way. Perfect. Oh, I can always trust you, and that's what I told the Deeplos when I asked for you to be in my custody. And, um, you know, this whole thing, the custody thing, like, they just, they needed some uh, supervision on you for me to get you out of there. You understand. We can make this very casual. But you don't have to be so under my thumb if, again, the ring turns up, because that would just help everybody out in the situation. You understand what I'm saying? Sure do. If we come across it, that would be great. If we find the ring, you'll be the first to know. Mm. Good. Well, listen, why don't we check in maybe about, I don't know, every 24 hours or so? And just, um, you know, even if you're not having any luck finding the ring, I understand. But let's just check in and see how we're all doing. And, you know, right, it's been so long since we've been together and working on something substantial. I want to hear from you. And most of all, I don't want to worry. Nothing to worry about here. In fact, you know, I did reach out about a meeting this coming week. Yes. And I would love to get on the same page again. Mm, Enigmata let me know, actually. You were asking after me. You know what? This is a perfect spot for a meeting. And right now, perfect time. Mm, I don't feel that way. I need to (laughs) collect myself, to be honest. I feel like, I don't know, you know, as an agent, it's just like really important for your clients to... I don't know, be able to create in like a healthy mindset. And I don't think that I can do that right now. Mm. Well, unfortunately for you, Riot, CGA is just around the corner. So I'm going to need you to start creating right away. In fact, I'm taking you somewhere that you might be able to uh, get the creative juices flowing. But before we get there, why don't you tell me what's going on? Uh, in what way? Well, what did you want to meet about? We're together, finally. Let's talk. Let's chat. It's business, just where I've been. I've had a whirlwind relationship. And where have you been? I rekindled an old flame. Mm. And then I went all over the place and I just... I got lost in it. I had a bit of a moment of weakness and uh, I'm back. So I'm down to get down to business surrounding this CGA stuff. I just wanted to talk. About any ideas that you might have, about any kind of like publicity angles, things like that, before I really like dig in. That's all. You know, I I totally understand rekindling an old flame, and it's it's just so sad when those flames die out, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. Mm. Well, as far as um what I want from you, you know what I want. Just get your face out there. Get people excited. Get the hype up for CGA. Um, quick question. We doing the green wig? Is this a permanent thing or? I was just trying to be a little, uh, stealth mode around here. You know, you know how people get, especially around the fervor of the CGAs. I feel like I can't go anywhere. I swear to God, I just wanted a moment. (laughs) Well, it's finally time that, uh... You show your face around here. Is that okay? Are you ready to be uh, out of incognito mode? I don't want to do anything before you're, you know, ready. Oh, that sounds, uh, sounds great. And, um, the two of you, points to Celestine and Crater, you're, uh, partaking in the CGA, am I to understand this correctly, or what? Entourage? Band? Explain what's going on here. Oh, yes, well, we are... Ms. Riot's band for the for for CGA, of course. Yeah, we're very experienced musicians. <laughs> paradiddle, paradiddle, paradiddle. See, yeah, we're they're the best in the biz. We're, 
We're, right, we're ready. Bentley owns his own drum kit. Uh, have you ever heard of such a thing? Right. Finding people who own their own instruments, that is a feat. It's a step up, isn't it? I suppose. I've also not known you to work with anyone. Well, not since. It doesn't matter. No, what? Go on. What were you going to say? Well, I understand that it's sensitive. Your, um, your past and the people that you used to surround yourself with. I'm sure that all the decisions you've made recently have been, you know, for the better of your future and growth and, you know, I, I trust you to make smart decisions. You don't have to worry about me. But I do. I just want the best for you. So kind. Hey, is, can I... Uh, I'm sorry to inter, interject here. I know this isn't really my place, but, like, I'm just such a big fa- fan of hers, and I know you, you represent her... Um, do, do you know if Teaspoon's in town yet? I would love a chance to meet her, if possible. <laughs> oh, serendipitous. Well, I happen to be dropping you off at a little event that Teaspoon is working at right now. No way. <laughs> yes way. I just thought that maybe it could use a little riot flair, you understand. And um, you and your friends and actually... Make a few appearances with Bark. That would actually help the brand a lot. Um, <laughs> just go and do whatever you want to do. You know, just talk to people, um, mill about, get your face out there. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Riot, anything for you. You know you can come to me with anything. <laughs> anything. How's Bark looking? How's he holding his liquor? <laughs> He's just licking himself in the corner. <laughs> yeah, that's, you nailed it. That's absolutely what's happening. And he, and he looks up when he hears his name and he's just like... <laughs> Ever see one of these? <laughs> you realize that the limo has come to a stop sort of somewhat recently and Lux leans in and takes a big puff of that cigar that he's holding and fills the whole back cab again with the smoke. And as it sort of slowly like drifts about and all of you can only just barely see like the person sitting next to you, you just kind of hear his voice. Let's talk tomorrow, okay, about, you know, the ring situation and anything else you might want to talk about. Again, I don't want to worry about you. Nothing to worry about here. That sounds great. Thank you so much. (laughs) Have fun. The locks click open on the door. Out we go, I guess. It was a pleasure making your acquaintance. And you, Steve. I look so forward to getting to know you better. As the door opens, I'm going to give him a little nod, and then I'm going to grab the champagne bottle and... If you're in someone's limo and they offer you champagne, that's... That's your I champagne feel like now. That's your champagne, Absolutely. so totally fair game. I, I know the etiquette of the limo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's Jay, one of your DMs. I'm back again to remind you that if you're enjoying the show, you can enjoy it at us by checking out our Patreon. What is a Patreon, you might ask? Well, it is basically a monthly subscription service to us, Planet Arcana, the podcast. Sure, our show is free on all the podcatchers as it is, but we do throw in a little extra something for our patrons. 
For example, early episodes, without me blabbering at you in the mid-roll like I'm doing right now. But our most popular tier is called the Queen of Pentacles, and it includes an entire other monthly talkback show called Recharge, in which we discuss the episodes and give unhinged recommendations to things. It's a blast, and I will personally guarantee you will like it. Check out planetarcana.com or head straight over to patreon.com slash planetarcana and scope the deeds. <laughs> Sorry. Of course, and as always, the best free way to enjoy our show at us is to post about it and tell your friends. We appreciate every time you do, and we hope to keep making stuff you like enough to talk about it. We love you. Thank you. Back to the show. You pile out and as you open the doors, the smoke just sort of like billows out behind you. It's kind of a cool exit from the limo and the doors close behind you and the limo drives away. You find yourself in a flourishing pavilion with a bustling crowd of sharply dressed merrymakers. Within the pavilion, a large tent made of moss and lichen, and underneath it sit sun-dappled tables piled high with canapes and hors d'oeuvres. Today's big event? None other than the Paragarden Cultural Preservation Society 74th Annual Family Drag Brunch Scapade Meet and Greet Benefit. Wow. <laughs> and today's celebrity guest? None other than CGA Judge Teaspoon Aquilabret. In the crowd, you spy the massive wigs, impressive pompadours, and theatrical outfits of today's drag performers as they mill about greeting guests and performing small magic tricks for excited children. At the back of the tent, a modest stage is built into the twisted roots and vast trunk of a long-since-fallen giant sequoia tree. And there on the stage, you see Teaspoon herself sitting as the guest of honor, greeting people. <sighs> Is this an open bar? Or? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Why not? Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> well, I don't know about you two, but I could... Sorry. Sorry, the dog. You three. <laughs> <laughs> but I could use a drink. And I think they make Caesars here. <gasps> I uh, Crater turns around and chucks the champagne bottles as far as he can. <laughs> All right, Which yes. is probably pretty far. Yeah. Like, <laughs> does Bart yeah. go to fetch it? It's the anime thing where like the it stars out like yes. it like yeah. into the sky. I love that. Yeah, I think I think we deserve this. Yes. Uh, let's grab a drink and then let's scope out this place. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. We approach one of, I'm assuming, many bars in this establishment. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is an all-ages event, but there are sort of bars marked for people of age, um, and you quickly find one of those. You follow the scent of the clams um, <laughs> <laughs> and make your way to... Um, although a virgin Caesar is really good, so they may make it... Anyway, it doesn't matter. You follow... Uh, you, f you find a bar. You find a bar. We don't need to make this more complicated. You find a bar and you find a uh, person wearing a very like elaborate suit, very colorful, lots of um, paisley pattern. Mm. And uh, this person's hair is dyed a bright pink and so is their long mustache as nice. they turn around and they're just like, hello, what can I get for you? Uh, three of your, sorry, Four of your strongest Caesars, please. You got a big boy. Oh, thank and you. This is an open bar. They turn around and they put the Caesars on there and they say, uh, no charge. This is an open bar. Oh. <laughs> uh. Freshly wow. juiced clams. Oh, thank you so much. And I, I tip 
I tip one cold. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't played Crater in a while, and I realized, like, Crater doesn't fucking tip good. No. He's a 10% at best. Yeah. When Crater turns around with the drink, Celestine slips three more gold onto the, onto the bar. Uh, and just tips his hat. It's tradition. The bartender glares at Crater as you guys walk away with your Caesars. But you find yourself in the in the Caesar. Sorry. Oh, my God. You find yourself in the pavilion. You're freshly uh, libated. Bark is having a great time. Literally everyone who walks by is like, is that Bark Ruffton? Is that Bark Ruffton? And people stop and like get pictures with Bark. Um, this is truly, Lux was not lying, the most famous dog in Paragarden. Maybe the entire Fifth Collide. Oh, well, I suppose I should make some sort of calamity to appease <laughs> Lux. And maybe we can use that to our advantage. I don't know. In order to have, have a chat with Teaspoon. Yeah. I'm sorry, a calamity? A calamity, yeah. A calamity! Oh, no, stop it. You stop it, you two. Stop it. Calamity, calamity. Now that's a prompt I can work with. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, right. If you, if you have someone in mind and you need any help, just direct us as needed. This is definitely your area of expertise. So follow your lead. We will follow your lead, Ms. Ryan. <laughs> Thanks. Let me, let me get some inspiration. It'll come to me. For now, okay. let's have our Caesars mill about, decompress, debrief if we need to. And uh, when the time is right, maybe we can work our way over to, to Teaspoon. Yeah. One of us can cause a distraction, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. First off, is, is, is everyone okay after today? It's a bit of a weird day. Bit of a weird day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay, I guess. I am. I am all right, though I am uh, itching to get another crack at Vlad. And uh, I think that we should do so at the earliest opportunity. I, I wouldn't want to waste any time because the longer we wait, the, the more likely he is to come out of his big sleep. And now with Lux onto us, it seems like we need whatever information that Chrissy can provide. Yeah. And I know this kind of person too. Like, I don't think we're done with beef either. I think that's like... That adds another wrinkle to this whole thing where I do think our time in Paragarden here is going to be limited. A wrinkle in the beef. Wrinkle in the beef. <laughs> so weird. Oh, by the way, Target acquired. Oh, I knew super oh, special secret stars. agent was going to come yeah. through. I can't believe it. Well yeah. done. Yeah. And like, I got to say, like the handoff was like, like that kid has a future. <laughs> In crime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, he's going to be a great drug dealer when he grows up. Like, Absolutely. I'm so stoked for him. With a father like Beefs, how could you not end up Absolutely. criminal? Yeah. Oppressed and you shall be oppressed or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and now I need a t-shirt that says that. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I do feel even worse that I... I roped cake into all of this and as forcefully as I did, seeing as it seems Wellington got the job done just fine, but... Uh, seems like she needs a little bit of glimmer in her life. I think you did her a favor. Well, we will have to be sure to, to do something to thank cake for everything before all this is over. Before we leave town, I hope to leave her in a in a better place than we found her. Yeah, she's like a national park, you know? <laughs> You you should always leave it better than how you found it. Oh, that's right. That's That's nice. I was going to say, isn't the saying like leave nothing but footprints? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Should we leave footprints behind on cake? Don't pick the flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pick Don't the lemons. Pick. Yeah, the lemons are just for smelling. Whoa. <laughs> the lemons are for Wellington. <laughs> you bring out the ring. Uh, similar to JD's, it has a custom engraving on it. You understand from having talked to JD that each Diplo gets their own um, sort of insignia um, relating to their morals or just their their personality uh beef's ring has a engraving of um a cow holding a globe on its back (laughs) cow holding a globe (laughs) you know maybe the cow is shrugging yeah maybe (laughs) not not dissimilar to atlas oh i see okay (laughs) Um, interesting beautiful so what the fuck are we gonna do with lux here yeah well, I was gonna say, like, if, if Lux is looking for this thing, I'm assuming J Detective has the documents. Yeah, you left it. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. good thing too. We should probably, like, as soon as we can, like, let's have let's have some fun. We deserve it, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But we should go back and figure out what those documents say, and then yep. we should destroy all of this stuff, even the ring. We should destroy the ring. I agree. Now, we could destroy the ring but if jd was able to find a discreet way to return it maybe make it seem as though beefs had simply misplaced the thing to begin with then perhaps that would uh, lessen the heat on us love that if the three of us are able to steal this ring like the, the three of us are able to steal this ring i'm certain that lux will be able to as well like i don't trust it in in beef that dude's a bumbling idiot like he's he's not going to be able to keep this ring safe, and like Lux obviously needs it for something. Hmm. I have to imagine that Lux already knows whatever's in those documents. Just as a reminder, the two documents that you printed off from Beef's computer were uh, a little bit of extra uh, information about the Edict trial, as well as files called the Orchestrator files. Yes, and the Orchestrator, of course, relates to Lux in some way. Yeah, Lux was heard. JD heard Lux saying the word Orchestrator. I don't think anything in those would be a surprise to Lux. I think his concern is that nobody else sees what's in them. True. Okay. Yeah, f- fair point. Um, I think it's a matter of, like, he needs to destroy this ring himself. Mm. Frankly, we have taken yeah. a lot of risk on behalf of JD Detective. This was his idea in the first place, and we came to Paragarden in hopes of helping Teaspoon, which... Uh, which we have not yet done, and I feel like JD might be due to take on some of the risk of this mission himself. You're I right. Agree. Yeah, we, Maybe we should we pass, pass it off, off to him. him. Yeah. yeah. Bark Refton yeah. leans forward and he's just like, Bruh. <laughs> I love this guy. I completely <laughs> agree. <laughs> well said. It's, it's good having a voice of reason here. Absolutely. <laughs> I pass Bark some chewing weed. <laughs> <laughs> Eats it oh all. god that was that yeah. was visceral <laughs> i could see it yeah. okay so that's that i feel like we can't really do anything in that regard immediately we will asap but mm-hmm. for now i have an idea for a commotion um okay. do we want to use that to try to contact teaspoon while everyone's distracted riot i trust you let's do it okay Yes, by all means, Ms. Riot. Let's. I'm excited to see what you have in mind. Do you need me to throw you up real high? Do you need me to like tackle somebody for you? Like, um, what do you need? <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I think it requires some stealth. Basically, I just need to get all of the clamato in this joint in one place. 
Oh my god! Oh my god! I was hoping it would be something to do with Clement. DMs. How do I do that? Is there some kind of sleight of hand mass thing that I can? It's an open bar. There, it's, it is an open bar. Let's say that there's four bars, but only two of them are um, like alcohol serving. But we did establish that a Virgin Caesar is good. Damn Dynamite. Us. Damn us. <laughs> okay. Can we split up? There's four of us. Yeah. There's four bars. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a golden opportunity to try our hand at getting as much clamato as we can from each bar. I am game. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Please, everyone, give me a very brief description of what what method you're trying you're using to get the clamato be that um stealing it be that persuading them we'll we're open okay mine is stealing <laughs> great um so let's let's get a sleight of hand check from you okay that's 24 okay literally as much clamato as you want for let's let's put it at like what Three jugs? Yeah, three jugs Maybe two and a half, because you guys have ordered some. Right. Okay. So there's two and a half jugs there. They put half a jug. But like Costco-sized <laughs> jugs, right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, it's from, it's from Costco. Paragardens Costco. <laughs> All right, uh, Crater, how are you obtaining your Caesars? Or your Clement? Through intimidation. Great. Roll me an intimidation check and say something intimidating. You won't like me if you don't... Give me the fucking Clamato this instant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a 28. Oh my oh, god. Oh, I got fucking expertise in uh, in intimidation oh, now. Oh shit. <laughs> Come oh, on. No. All right. Shit. You get three full bottles of uh, Clamato. Costco size. Oh, we're going to start setting like 35 DCs <laughs> against you. Uh, Celestine, what's your method of ob- obtaining the clam? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is my method of obtaining the clam? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> I, I, okay, so, uh, I think uh, Celestine is he's going to uh, pretend that it's a medical emergency. Um, <laughs> listen, all right, my friend is in trouble, and 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 he, d- he desperately is in need of some clamato. I need all the clamato you've got, please now, quickly. Oh my God, roll a deception check. <laughs> Excellent. Can I give myself guidance on this as well? Of course. Okay. All right, I'm still at advantage on this. Sure. Uh, oh dear. Okay, you're gonna need that guidance. Oh dear, it's a twelve. Your friend. Uh, <laughs> Listen, this is an open bar, so I'm happy. Do you just want a bottle of Clamato? I, can I just need give all it to you. the Clamato. Give it. Give well, all, everything you can give me. Buddy, I'll give you one. That's all I can give you. Oh, this is. <laughs> I hope he makes it through the night. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, finally, Bark. <laughs> Bark Rufton is going to uh, go up to the menu and, like, I guess, point to <laughs> just straight up Clamato, which is listed on the menu for some reason. And then he's going to do, like, a little, a bunch of little dog show tricks, like getting on his hind legs and, like, do little jigs. And it's going to be a performance. Absolutely. All right. Am I adding anything to this? What does Bark Rufton have in plus, plus, plus five to performance? Yes, because yeah, yeah, he's a good agree. boy. He's a very good he's boy. He's a good boy. He's such a famous good boy. And a crit fail. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a 
Oh, God. Okay. The problem here is not that Bart Grefton did a bad job. It's that the bar, like a performance nearby just finished and the bar gets swarmed and people just stand in front of Bart and he just gets obscured from the bartender's view. And uh, unfortunately, Bart Grefton does not obtain any clam juice, even though he did such a wonderful show. One person gives him a good pet, though. Wow, that's good. That's nice for him. (laughs) Yeah. He quickly turns his mood around because there's not much in the brain, I think. (laughs) He's never had a single thought in his life. (laughs) Yeah, he's untroubled by words. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we we still got you a shitload of Clamato juice here. I did the best I could. This is good. I can work with this. This is 6.5 jugs. That's, you know, that's more Clamato than I've ever seen in one place, if I'm perfectly honest. Yep, yep. Great. Can you give me a description of, like, um, just the room? Like, is it well lit? Is it... Yeah, decorated. It's actually it's actually a big tent, so it feels very airy and like open to outside. There's a lot of like string lights. It's very vibey in here. The tent, in fact, is made of moss and lichen, so the sun is just pouring through it anyway. So okay, here's what we're gonna do, Crater. Mm-hmm. I need you to get me up top there somehow. <laughs> we'll figure yep. that out in a minute. Nope, I got it. And <laughs> Celestine, I'm gonna need you create just a little fire right in the middle oh just a little just t- take take creative license as you will but uh <laughs> i need you to both do those two things and then from there go to teaspoon i'll handle the distraction this will be a calamity to remember like <laughs> okay. okay you say the word Ms. rad i am okay i am ready crater you and me outside then you give celestine the moment okay okay yeah let's go barks great work <laughs> Crater, what do you think about just fucking tossing me up to the top of the tent? I mean, I could do that and also carry you up, carry you up to the top of the tent. But yeah? if you want to make a, a grand entrance, I can fucking give her. Can you climb up these? I, uh, yes. Y- yes, I can. <laughs> okay, yeah. It is made of moss, so it should be pretty climbable. Okay, yeah, sure. Carry me up, my dashing hero. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, okay, I'll I'll put you below my arm like you're the blonde woman from King Kong, and I, I am and I am the King Kong. Oh, <laughs> finally! I patiently await the signal. All right. Yeah, I, I'm gonna run up this structure. I I have my uh, my climbing feet going. As Great. One of my barbarian abilities. I'm just gonna fucking chug a lug up this tent. Excellent, and you do. You actually, at the top of this tent, just to pause for a moment here, you get up here and you are at the very top of the highest tier of Paragarden. You can see everything. Although as it gets further down, the mist at the spray zone does obscure the the base of the city. But even so, you can see the spotlight still spinning around from where the CGA stage is being set up. It's pretty magnificent, and you probably take a moment here to just see the entire city for the first time all at once. Wow. It really is something, isn't it? Yeah, this is beautiful up here. <sighs> so do you want me to toss you through here, or do you want to be like, let, let, <laughs> let down gently? You kind of perch me there. I see there's an entrance, like a little bit of a, a, a space where I can fit through. Uh, that time is not now. Okay. But yeah, like if you just leave me here on this top, uh, I am going to, I assume it's like a, like a tent structure. Like there's like a kind of like a, uh, what's it called? Like a pinnacle at the, yeah. the peak. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah sure. Okay. I want to be on there. And I think there's like 
parts where the fabric and, and stuff like meets where I can kind of like pry apart a little bit more. Right. Absolutely. And like we said, it's made of organic materials. So you, you, it's almost no work to take, take it apart. So amazing. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to get out of your hair. Perfect. You're, you're going to fucking kill this. You already are. (laughs) Bye. And then I (laughs) run off this tent. (laughs) I'm going to rush back into the tent i'm gonna use prestidigitation and i'm just gonna fucking do like sparklers throw them up in the air and make it all fucking bright and shit and hopefully (laughs) celestine understands that that means stuff's popping off (laughs) stuff's Stuff's popping popping off off. (laughs) stuff must Uh, be popping off all right Uh, celestine sees the sparklers and understands that stuff must be popping off um (laughs) and loudly says well dang in the good on wilds it ain't a party until someone starts a bonfire so here we go and i cast create bonfire in the middle of the room (laughs) perfect oh the bonfire's back baby damn right now, I feel like people are, like, kind of enamored with the fire. Can can you tell me about, like, who's around the fire directly? And, like, what, like, kind of, like, if there's any, like, costumed people who are, like, pretty cool looking? Oh, certainly. Yeah. I think let's just carry over, like, the good checks that you guys just did and the fact that you're making such a grand thing. Like, let's not worry about checks right now. Screw the dice. You guys uh, start this spectacle. And as you do... People are in a party mode, up here especially, and as the fire starts up, people are enamored. In fact, some of the drag performers come around and start doing their performances in front of the fire. Um, parents are keeping their kids like at a safe distance, but there are some like, there's some teenagers who are definitely like getting into it. They're already pretty excited to be here. Um, a lot of the adults feel like... I just kind of assume that this is part of the show, <laughs> even though it's a bit more like riotous, if I might use that word, than, than what the teaspoon might do. But people are into it. Woo! Woodstock 99! I love a fire <laughs> underneath a tent. Woo! Woo! <laughs> is there a particular costume nearby that might be uh, quite <laughs> conspicuous? Mm. Oh, there's lots of drag performers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, maybe I'm going to cast control flames and bring that fire onto like the like uh many layered costume of the nearest person to the flames oh my god oh dear oh my god <laughs> oh shit okay um ah, my costume <laughs> yeah that happens um someone is a flame okay oh, everyone is quite upset right is this happening oh, I'm yeah so upset this is happening a chorus of gasps and uh oh my oh, gods no. and and such okay i'm i'm okay so here's what i've done <laughs> what have you okay. done <laughs> you little drag queen on fire yeah um i am currently hanging upside down from the ceiling uh, i have taken all of the clamato and put it inside no. of what looks to be like a shiny black sack. Um, but what is actually my latex outfit? So I'm <laughs> in my underwear, <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. And I say, ah, oh, shucks! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I'll say, don't be so quick to clement your own fate! And I'm gonna take a knife to the uh to the sack that i've made full of clamato and rain down clamato so that it takes out any fire any danger from the situation also covers people in a beautiful sheen of red and uh clam scent throughout the whole thing like a scene from a queer version of carrie (laughs) 
the Caesar rains down. <laughs> Can I point up and just yell, Oh my god, Riot saved the day! Riot? And Riot? Riot. And, and as, oh as that god. happens, uh, uh, Celestine uh, uses shape water to, uh, to, to shape some of the clamato, the, the, the dripping clamato, into the word Riot. Oh my god. Oh! And I'm going to fall from the ceiling into a huge spin around from the top of the tent and land with my spike feet in the middle of the crowd. Oh, oh my god. god. They're frothing at the mouth. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Riot! Yeah! Riot! Riot! It's Riot! Riot's here! A new chorus. People all turn their attention towards you, including the drag performer who was a flame and then Caesared. <laughs> They're uh, they're in good spirits somehow. <laughs> I'm gonna turn to them and be like, "I am so sorry that this happened to you. I am going to get you a new outfit." I'm just honestly so happy to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Feelings mutual. Absolutely. Great work. Riot is back in Paragarden. I don't know when the last time you were here was, but you spent so long being incognito, and as soon as you don or doff your disguise. People start to crowd you. It's a familiar sensation, though you haven't experienced this in a couple of weeks, and maybe that's been a relief, and maybe this feels good. But regardless, people are starting to swarm. Uh, all right, everyone, don't uh, clamor for my attention too hard. No, oh my God. <laughs> clamor, clamor, clamor. I am going to lock eyes with Celestine, maybe, and just give him like a little like head tilt towards Teaspoon. Uh, I'm just gonna delve into the crowd, giver. Alright, Mark, you go keep Ms. Ride company. Good boy. That is a good boy. Alright, uh, I will, uh, I'll go make my way toward Teaspoon. Crater, where are you in this scene? Looking at the mob around Riot, and then looking at Celestine walking the other way. <laughs> looking at the mob around Riot, then looking at Celestine walking away. <laughs> I feel like the dog in this situation. Eh, Riot will be okay for five minutes. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll run after Celestine. So yeah, Teaspoon is sort of like, you know, not heavily guarded, but behind some velvet ropes as the guest of honor, and she's obviously noticed this happening, and is just seeming to be clapping along and celebrating Riot's arrival with everyone in kind of a very happy, casual way, in fact. I'll I'll approach the rope and try and, like, make discreet eye contact with Teaspoon. Yeah, she almost immediately notices you, and she's just like, Oh, my, oh, some some fans. Yes, some fans come come to get my autograph. I would love your autograph, if that is all right, Miss Miss Teaspoon. Oh, I can't believe that I'm meeting meeting Teaspoon Equilibrate for the first time. For the very first time. Um, well, uh, and she turns to somebody who seems to be uh, a security of sorts and just like, I'm just going to go to the autograph table. Just give me a few minutes. And she walks over to this autograph table and pulls out a few, like, glossy pictures and says, like, okay, uh, what would you like me to write? And kind of leans forward. Hey, we're here. As you can see, Riot's here, too. Uh, uh-huh. I, I must say, I'm so, so happy to see you here. I, I mm-hmm. remember you from some of my previous shows, do I not? That's right, yeah. Um, and I, uh, I, I think we also met your friend Finale last time we, we ran into each other, right? Teaspoon's eyes go very wide as you say that. And she looks to her left and right and then goes, Oh, I <laughs> I can't sing you a bar of my new song here. <laughs> Anyone could be listening. 
of course, of course, anyone could be listening. Uh, I would, I would just, uh, just ask that you make the autograph out to your 13th biggest fan, Steve, of course. <laughs> Sorry, my, I'm just, I'm all, all Twitter-pated, as they say. At, uh, uh, and, uh, and I just want you to know that, uh, we do so appreciate your work so much that we, uh, we are so very devoted to seeing you continue to succeed and and uh, anything that we we can do uh, we will be doing uh, and you can see that she's breathing quite heavily though her expression is still fixed in this kind of happy grimace almost as she continues to just write over and over again on the paper on the page seemingly buying herself some time. Yes, well, um, I'm going to need as much support as possible leading up to CGA. It's so exhausting, but it's so exciting, and it's it's, it's such an important event. Are you, are you staying in the city here? Oh, yes, yes. I'll be in the city until, well, at least a few days after CGA. This, uh, this is where I'm doing my events, uh, signing autographs uh, and going on um, on any event really that my agent has booked for me. You must be staying in one of the big fancy hotels here, right? Oh no, no. I, I'm being housed by a close uh, personal friend and roll me an insight both of you. Yeah. Three. Uh-huh. Nineteen. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So Celestine, she looks into your eyes just sort of trying to express what she can with them. And you surmise that she's, what she's trying to get at saying that she's staying with a close personal friend is that she does not have a private place. Yeah. All right. Celestine nods. Well, I I do wish you uh, the best of luck with everything to come with CGA. You may even see us on stage. We're, uh, we're going to be along for the ride with Riot over there, which is all kinds of frightening, but uh, but no, I, I do understand that this is a a trying time for everybody involved, uh, from from uh, from from the talent to the judges to even the agents, and I, I assume that at some point everybody's gonna need one big sleep. Mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, and so we will do everything that we can in that time for you. You know, I I was really hoping that my 13th biggest fan would show up today. And you said, I, I thought I recognized Riot. <laughs> You're in a band with her. That's so nice. You see, Riot and I, we're so alike. So alike. Do you understand? We have been getting that impression the more time we spend with Ms. Riot. Yes. I really, really hope to work with her soon. And with you, my 13th biggest Yes, and and of course we will. We we will be working together very soon, I'm sure. I know that Ms. Riot speaks very highly of you and is is very eager to to work with you. I'm so glad because, you know, I'm thinking of... And she seems to be, for a moment, measuring her words very carefully. I've been thinking of debuting a new act at CGA. It's a surprise. You know, my agent worries so much, but, you know, I might need a little distraction. <laughs> and uh, Celestine looks over at the commotion that Riot's caused and just nods and winks. <laughs> you two are very, very charming. And you know, I just hope that you've been listening to Teaspoon Time. Yeah. 
we will never tell our true friends our true names. No, that's not how that show ends. Never, never tell true shit. Yeah, what, you, what the fuck? You got it right. You I got did? it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. That's right. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous meeting you. I don't know what's happening to me. It's <laughs> so sweet. Well, here, take a couple of glossies, and I put one in for rough. Or bark, bark as well. Mr. Bark Ruffton, he knows me. It's a little inside joke. He'll get it. And it just says, it just says a bunch of like woof, woof, boof, boof. <laughs> is there anything like written on these that, that like is not just like gibberish? On the pictures that Teaspoon hands over to you are drawn little hearts and kisses. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, I. I do appreciate your dramatic entrance, although it is a moth and like intent, and that bonfire is gonna it's gonna burn it down eventually. Oh, oh my! Right, of course, of course. And there are children here. Oh, <laughs> there oh, oh are my. so many children. <laughs> okay. Although it was it was such a fun a fun reveal, I must say. Oh right, all right. Uh, Celestine uh, extinguishes the bonfire. And do give Raya my love, won't you? Of course. Yeah. And if you ever want to get a drink, we're in town. You're in town. Let us know. He can be available anytime for you. You can count on it. All right. Looking forward to your performance. And yours. Cheers. Cheers. Tip of the hat and a nod and wander back to Riot. She watches you go. You wander back over to a crowd that is part calamitous chatter and part flashing cameras. It's total chaos here. Um, Riot, how are you doing uh, being back in the spotlight? I mean, I'm still in my underwear. <laughs> yep. So that's cool. <laughs> Sweaty and sticky, but overall, I, it, it feels really good. I kind of forgot how much I liked this. You <laughs> notice uh, Celestine and Crater and uh, Bark Ruffton start to walk towards you. So I'm gonna just like put my foot down and be like, everyone! This has been real, but I need to go. <laughs> I need to leave you wanting. So keep your eye out. I'll be here all week. Who knows what CGA week will bring. And uh, stay clammy. Wow, Mary B. Ryan! Okay, and I'm going to saunter over uh, towards those two and be like, uh, let's, uh, I don't know about you, but let's uh, maybe get the hell out of here. Yeah. I would like nothing better. All right. And we depart out the lichen and moss-infused doorway. Fabulous. Where to? Well, if we're aiming to make contact with JD Detective, then uh, perhaps Sister Mary Viable is the is the place to be. That sounds like the ticket. Oh, but by the way, uh, Teaspoon sends her love, and I'll give oh, Riot good. the postcards. Okay. I'm just going to like rifle through them. There isn't really anything on the, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want you to read into anything. Gotcha. She okay. didn't put any coded messages on it. Use the decoder ring. Let's see what yeah. she said. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, like Riot can't see certain things and Teaspoon That's can't, true. Like, That's can't true. see certain things. I thought maybe like there was some like reverse thing that only Riot could see. Yeah, <sighs> it's true. It's a good point. Damn. The logic is sound. Yes. The logic is sound, <laughs> but there doesn't seem to be any risk taken, let's say. All okay. right. DMs, you win this round. 
I'm going to give them a once over just to be sure. And then uh, I guess yep. like I don't I'm going to put them in the uh, waistband of my underwear. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, I guess the I guess the latex suit is like it's done. It's done. It's clammed. It's, clammed, <laughs> it's cut. It's no longer. You're never going to get the clam smell out of that. No, no. Do you want a jacket or are you comfortable walking around in your underwear? Yeah. What's the what's the vibe here? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, 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 check. Okay. Sister Mary Viables. <laughs> to Sister Mary Viables. Back down to the spray zone. Back down into the mist and the dampness. And across town, past Mizzy Misty's Multidorium Incorporated, and to your home base, you go. Shall we go knock on JD's door first thing? Yeah, let's uh, let's go straight there. Uh, I mean, did you want to put on some clothes, Ms. Riot? Or we could take a pit stop. Stop asking Riot to get dressed. I don't know. I mean, let's keep him reactionary here, you know, like <laughs> lots in there. It'll be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JD won't know what hit him. Great. Uh, that is what I'm concerned about. He is a, <laughs> he's a skittish man at the best of times. <laughs> All right, to the temperance room. Yeah, to the temperance room. <laughs> you knock upon the door or just go in? I, I walk in. Okay, great. <laughs> JD is, uh, he's sitting at the head of the bed with like his legs up on the bed and he has some little glasses on and he's Aww. reading a book and he looks so comfy. And you walk in and he's, and he's just like, oh, oh. When he sees Riot, like, just, like, clearly doesn't know where to look and it just gets really uncomfortable. What's up, JD? Uh, yes. Um, what is JD's voice? Oh, I think I found it. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was such a JD line. Yeah. <laughs> not, uh, not much is up. I've just been uh, pouring over some... Well, it doesn't matter. I haven't seen you in a couple days. How... Is everything okay? Do you not talk with anybody at your precinct? Like, do you not know that we're <laughs> just in fucking holding for 10 hours? I do get days off, but oh my god, I had no idea. I'm, I'm so sorry. Did everything get cleared up? Yeah, it's probably fine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been remanded to someone's custody. No big Oh. Like, we're out, so. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I mean, you're not in... I, I I did hear about the earthquakes. Um, yeah, strange stuff up there. That was me. Okay, good. Um, love that we're all staying under the radar. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we do have a development, and that is suspenseful pause. <laughs> Did you just say suspenseful pause? I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we were looking for a ring, right? Yes. And another suspenseful pause. Ta-da! I'll point it right. And I'm going to hold up my hand with the ring on my finger. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. I cannot believe that you have done this. Wow. Uh, I, I haven't seen you. You've only been gone two days and you have Beef's ring. Oh, my God. Okay, 
we need to get to the files right away, unless there's any other business that is more important than that, which I cannot imagine that there is. Well, uh, I do agree that we need to get this used on the files uh, as quick as possible, because Beef certainly is aware that his ring is missing, and it. Yes. our conversation with Lux Booker uh, seems to indicate that he, uh, he believes we know where the ring is. So the quicker you can do what you need to do with this and get it back to Beef's, the better off we'll all be. I think that's a great idea. And in fact, if this all works as I'm hoping it will, we'll just need a once over with the ring and then we'll be good. Are you ready? Oh, please. Okay. Uh, edict file first or orchestrator files? I feel like orchestrator files might be a thing. Do you want the, the bigger one first or the bigger one last? Oh, let's save the juiciest stuff for yeah. last. Tell us what you've got on edict. Okay. <laughs> um, JD takes the ring from you and does the same process that he did Uh, before where he holds his hand over the document and sort of like scans the ring over there's like a little light that comes out and this time something works the light seems to change the characters on the page to be something readable and as he runs his hand over it he starts to just like make some notes because he can't permanently change it only briefly so you sort of wait for a little bit as he scans over the files. After maybe about five minutes of doing that and taking some notes, he just says, this is, uh, well, it's a contingency schedule. What does that mean? I'm having a hard time understanding the relationship here. It seems that Beef's and Edict have some sort of arrangement. The document contains a lot of information about what to do should Edict get in serious hot water in court. Just contingencies, like I said, like Beef's is ready to produce witnesses, things like that, where if anything goes too, too badly, he has a plan for it. Beefs didn't want Edict to get in too much trouble. The other part of this document is, uh, well, it's just a lot of details on Edict, not relating to the trial. If I had to guess, I suspect future-proofing blackmail. So they are in some way in league, or at least uh, working with the same people. But Beefs does not trust Edict. That's the impression that I'm getting, yes. Uh, for example, some of the things written in here, uh, young androids have been caught with rat, we know that. Uh, claiming they got it at creation points, we know that. Okay, Edict was seen purchasing rat in the bathroom of Riscotech Casino on the night of the spinning of the wheel. I think that had been brought up in court, nothing new. Uh, mm, edict bribed members of the specters to install specific tutors at specific creation points. And then I have a list of specters. Anyone you recognize? Uh, let's let's see. Uh, Golden Kincaid, Pious Penelope, Ardento Frock, Tutor Cherry, Tutor Hawthorne, Tutor Balsam, Tutor Birch. Oh, God. I was really scared for a Tutor, tutor Spruce there. I was as well. <laughs> I, was, I was listening intently for Spruce's name. <laughs> Uh, no Tudor Spruce on the list. Tudor Birch makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've mm-hmm. removed him, at least temporarily. So that's good progress. couple other things in the document. Uh, let's see. Edict began experimenting with Rat a few years ago. Um, let's see. There's, there's a few notes here about collective journey and Edict being interested in it. There's a date written here. It's the last day of this year. So the... This, this year's end coming. Um, yeah. What does it say about that date? It, it says it's noteworthy. It says that this date has been mentioned by a lot of the young androids uh, carrying rat out of the creation points. Not by edict. So the young ones getting the rat, they're the ones talking about this date. Hmm. I don't know what that means. Weird. It's very strange. 
can you yeah, can you remind us like how how close is this date? We started the campaign on the in the new year, basically. Yes. How long has it been? Um, Weeks. Weeks. Okay. Maybe a season. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. There's a lot of stuff here, especially to do with just keeping almost keeping edict in check. I don't know what it means exactly, but the the list of specters is definitely useful. Um, if we can find a specter that we trust, we can maybe talk to them about these other specters. We have one. I mean, one's good. Yeah. We can take this to finale. Mm-hmm. See if they have anything to say. Yeah, I feel like we've covered a lot of this with finale, but maybe not the end of year. So maybe there's something in the roses or something. I don't know. It does seem to uh, relate in some way to collective journey, or at least Edit thinks it does, and that is their specialty. Yes, and certainly asking someone about these specters. I I, I don't recognize any of the names, so other than the one that you've talked about. Is there anything about scavenge in there? Does he that name anywhere? Let's see. Um, I see the accusations about Edict. There's some uh, defense mechanisms for beefs to defend Edict in court. Uh, let's see. Ah, beefs put pressure on those accusing Edict of bribery, so they've retracted their testimony. Uh, Edict purchased rat at Riscotech, who immediately delivered it to beefs, so it would be taken off the streets, in quotation marks. Um, nothing about scavenge, unfortunately. Perhaps... The other document might have some information. I'm scared to open the other one, if I'm being honest. Let's do it, though. Well, we have the notes from this document. Even if we destroy it, I can keep my notes, and we can always revisit it. Should we check out the orchestrator files? Yes, please. JD does the same process over the orchestrator files. They're a little bit longer, so it takes him maybe about 10 or 15 minutes to write down his notes. And then finally he looks up at you, and he says, uh, This one's, uh, well... It, it's just a list of parts. A number of parts that are legacy parts. Let's see, a uh, couple that I'm seeing. Occipital card, parietal extension, lymph codes, pituitary circuits, temporal dome, limbic sensor, augury ankle. The list goes on and on. Um, you all recognize, obviously, Crater, you recognize the limbic sensor. All of you do. Yeah. But all the other parts that he just listed off, you recognize all of those parts as being parts that were stolen from the ghosts. Mm. The ghosts that were haunting Scavenge in the battle. JD goes on, the list is quite extensive. Each part is marked either unsuccessful or successful. There's generations logged, a brief description about the parts, uh, and names associated with these parts. There is one extra note, and it just says, Scavenge and Scrappers no longer required. Because they have all the parts they need. Hmm. And I suppose there is... Nothing in there about where these parts were to be delivered. Unfortunately, no. JD sort of turns the notes towards you all. And I think, Crater, you might be hyper-focused on this. You look at some of the notes that he's taken, and you particularly focus on the limbic sensor. The word beside it is successful. The name underneath it is Boulder, Steam Android. But underneath the information you already know... The notes that make up an uncomfortably clinical version of your worst memory, you finally see something new in the fragments of the past. That information is the generations logged. You know your part is an heirloom, yes, but it may come to some surprise that Crater, your limbic sensor has been logged 81 generations back, which puts the part at over 1600 years old. 